Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hello, everybody. This is Derek from Backpacking and Blisters, and alongside me today is the only man who's ever used a buck knife as a pole vault in the middle of the wild. <laughs> Carl Mandrioli, uh, we got a special guest today, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing good. With me today is, of course, Derek Somerville, a man who doesn't call them waterfalls. He calls them fish roller coasters. That, wow. Um, you still, you, you know, I'm trying. I'm, proud I'm still of trying. You. I'm, still trying. I'm just, I don't know where you come up with this. This is, that's impressive. Um, so we, let's talk about our special guest today. We have, we have a, let's just jump right to that. I'm not, just I, move it along there. All right. I'm not, so. not going to torture you with what I really thought of that. Okay. Um, so we have the legendary, I guess you would call him, I think he's legendary, uh, Spagiver from YouTube. The vlogger on with us today, also known as Mark. Mark, how you doing, man? I'm doing really well, man. I got to get my intro game up. You guys are at the next level. Well, you know. Wait, wait. Am I at the next level? Does that did my uh, comment count? <laughs> I thought it was all legit, man. Okay, thank you. I think I need a third party to to really judge it. I, I think you're just going to shoot mine down, Derek, every time, no matter what I say. Well, I feel like he just gave you a sympathy vote, and that's fine. Maybe. He's Maybe. a new guy. It's, it's totally Maybe. fine. All right, so we've got yeah we've got a lot to talk about today for sure, and yeah, happy to have. I, I feel like Mark is going to be an expert on things that we are not in a few different areas, and so I think this will be helpful to some people out there who might have some different thoughts or ideas about yeah. backpacking that we haven't addressed yet. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I am excited to be here. Yeah, so we typically start our podcast with a couple tidbits, and so my first tidbit actually is for you, Derek. It's a question. And this is the first time on our podcast where we've actually been a part of sort of like an interview-based episode. And then I was thinking about it, and I was like, Derek, have you actually ever conducted an interview before, like in any part of your life? <laughs> uh, yeah, many times, actually. Okay. But uh, to hire, I had to hire and fire people long ago. Okay. Um, so, you know, are you nervous that I won't be able to handle this this interview with Mark? Or Well, there's some people, and I'm not saying you're one of these people, but there's people that definitely are more, um, like, better answering questions than posing questions, we'll say. Mm, so which one will I be? Well, oh, you're well, saying that you're going to be the, a good interviewer because you've had experience, so we'll see. Well, let's, you know, I'm not really hiring Spagiver here for anything. You know, I'm just more, I want to get to know the guy. Right. I want to grill the guy, so in, in a light way, in a light way, Mark. It's, all, it's all good. Okay. Do we do we call you Mark or do we call you Spagiver? Like, what do you want to? And I'll do either. I don't care. Uh, we can go with Spagiver. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like kid. Spagiver. All right. Okay, so right. I don't know. I know that you you've listened to at least a few of our episodes. 
But have you? I have. Okay, have you? I don't know. Are you caught up? Like, have you listened to the most recent one? It's called Essentialitis, by any chance. Uh, I you can say no. To, you, can, you can say so no. So I think it was the one right before that that I, okay. I just listened to. You're probably a better man for it, to be honest. But <laughs> 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 my other tidbit, this is kind of putting you guys both on the spot. Well, you, we, kept, we talked about this a little bit in the episode, but I had somebody respond to the episode already. And even though it's only been, been out a couple of days, it was Steve again. And he... So we we kind of talked about the 10 essentials and we kind of went all over the place to be honest. But <laughs> but one of the things we talked about was the idea of an 11th essential and Steve suggested that his would be leaving an itinerary with somebody back home for wherever he's going. And I thought that was a really good idea to be honest. So what do you guys think about that? Oh yeah, for sure. Spagabbers on that? Yeah, man. I mean, anytime you go out, you really want to make sure that people know where you are, when you're coming back and you know, just so that you're covered and, uh, you know, you get yourself into a bad position, who knows? Right. Who knows what might happen out right. there? You never know. I think that if, if you're in a national park, honestly, I feel like they got you pretty well covered and they've got a good system where they can, or a database where they can keep, keep track. But if they're talking about, if you're talking about um, going to like a national forest or a place that's kind of, I don't know, just not very well traveled, Especially places where you're like signing up at the trailhead, I feel like those they just kind of take those permits, and unless there's an emergency, they just like throw them away at the end of the year. So, mm-hmm. which is probably where you know some of those people that go fishing to get some of our like identity information. A lot of identity thieves out there probably digging up old permits. But <laughs> <laughs> you've thought about this. You've well, think about what you put on your permit. You put like your driver's license. Sometimes your driver's license, you know, like the license plate itself and your home address and all sorts of stuff. So. Yeah, and I, and I dropped one on a trail, so I feel that's pretty. <laughs> right. I got to be careful now. That's right, that's pretty true. I uh, actually the the sat phone we brought last year uh, also post your waypoints on Facebook. Right. So my wife was like, "Yeah, I just I knew exactly where you were the whole time." Right. So it was kind of cool. That is cool. And then if your wife goes with you, now you're posting on Facebook. Hey, we're not at home. We're on this trail, hundreds of miles from our house. Feel free to come rob us. Right. Odds of that are extremely rare, but yeah, because Facebook contains your information really well. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying I would probably not go on a backpacking trip with my wife due to uh, right, right, scenario. Right. So I'm just, I'm just I, throwing that out as a general thought, though, with people, people that might do that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, sure, of course. I mean, you have to have a, a, a different backup. Right, we're know? going down a different road. We're going down a safety road. Okay, anyway, let's, let's jump into what we're going to ask today. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get back to this MacGyver-based episode here. Wait, let me let me ask the most obvious question. Okay. Can I start this? Yeah. Let me ask the most obvious question, because I'm a huge MacGyver fan. I don't know if this has anything to do with it. I'm assuming it does. Where did the name Spagaver come from? Let's start with that. <laughs> okay. Let's just no, get right to that's it. That's a good, a good start. Let's just so, go with that. It started out, my, my trail name was actually Spider because I Ooh. used to climb all the time. I used to uh, be a, a rock climbing instructor and nice. did a lot, of, a lot of climbing and stuff. And so it just kind of went from there while I was in school. And then uh, I was out doing a section of the AT uh, Shenandoah National Park. Okay. And I was there with with a good friend of mine, Jeremy Spagai or uh, Jeremy Sherpa man, and Sherpa so, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah, because nice. he can carry a huge load and still beach up every hill. Um, mm. <laughs> we got one of those. It makes you sick. <laughs> it really does. It really it's annoying. So one night we were at one of the shelters, and I had a an MSR pocket rocket that would not work <laughs> with the uh, with the canister that we had. Wait, did it like not fit on? Like, was it more of a pop-on canister, or was it just? No, it was it was a screw-on, but it okay. wasn't making 
it wasn't making connection. Like the, uh, the little nipple mm. on the, the canister must have been recessed too much or something, so oh. it wasn't working. And mm. so <laughs> I went out behind the, the shelter and grabbed just some, you know, there's crap laying over all over the floor or the ground around those things. So mm. I grabbed some stuff and kind of shoved it in and <laughs> screwed, the, <laughs> screwed the thing together and uh, MacGyvered it. And so MacGyvered it. Let me let me ask okay. you a follow up. Let me ask you a quick follow up on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so it spawned into Spagiver from that. Is that it did, yep. okay? So did you ever did you ever watch MacGyver? Do you watch MacGyver? A long time ago. Okay. Okay. So I, th- I think where no. we're going with this is is Derek wants to not talk about backpacking at all. He wants just to talk about MacGyver. <laughs> Look, I want to know the true <laughs> origin of the name. You know, he just explained it. Oh, okay. I'm okay. just following up, making right. sure he watched MacGyver. Let me ask you a question now, Derek. Let's pretend that you were backpacking with um, a a guy named Spider, and and he was like, you know what? I just shoved a bunch of junk into this like fuel canister. It's probably going to work now. Let's go ahead and attach our stove onto it and light it up. <laughs> Would you feel comfortable and safe? Uh, I mean, two. I think that's a two prong question. That's exactly question. how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> part of me would want to like run and hide behind a log or a tree. Um, right. the The other part of me is like, ooh, another way to like start like a fire or like ignite something, which I'm always a part of. So, right. I don't know. I, I'd be torn. I think I'd be torn. I kind of want to see what happens, right. but I might stand back a little bit. Honestly, just knowing that uh, Spaghetti ever has his own YouTube channel, I probably would just trust it at that point. Be like, you probably know what you're doing. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that this, easy, this huh? Was long before this was long <laughs> oh, before. Gotcha. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, that I'll get to say that is uh, high marks. If if you get that to work, great. That's awesome. That's impressive. Um, we have had somebody bring the wrong fuel canister for the pocket oh. rocket before, <laughs> and oh. so. That's just basically dead weight in your pack at that point. But um, all right, I like it. So, okay, wow. so you kind of gave us a little tidbit about your name, but just generally, like, like give us kind of a rundown of, like, I don't know, some backpacking history, um, I guess kind of where you're based out of, just any info, just to kind of give us an idea of what you're all about. Yeah, so I've moved around a lot. Uh, I really got started in backpacking kind of in school, in, in college. I, I grew up in upstate New York. Okay. And so I was out in the woods all the time. Uh, that was kind of my thing was just being out in the woods as much as possible. Right. And then I, I kind of got into it when I was in school. I joined the Air Force and got stationed out in California. Mm. And that's where it really took off. Okay. Uh, I actually started a, a little group out there called the NorCal Hikers and they're still going strong. No way. Uh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. Really cool. So there was there was a group up in the Pacific Northwest that had had these bumper stickers that were PNW, and uh, we were all jealous. So we went and had ours made up. Okay, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So see, I, I pretty much lived in the Sierra, the Lost Coast, uh, Point Reyes National Seashore, yeah. just all over that area. That was kind of my my hangout. Uh, Ansel nice. Adams Wilderness is probably one of my favorite places in the entire world. Nice. Oh yeah, um, Thousand Island Lake. Oh yeah, Pro- I think I've, I've probably said this, man, to a hundred different people. But my favorite campsite ever is Thousand Island Lake. Got Banner Peak up above you. Yeah. Oh man, it's just it's a gorgeous place. Mm. I'm gonna guarantee that if you went there in like the last ten fifteen years, you had a bear encounter at nighttime. So <laughs> here we go. Wait for it. Here we go. That ex- so the one trip that I did there uh, with with my friend Darren who. 
we now call Sir Pax a lot or Witch Snake. <laughs> actually, nice. It's actually evolved to Whip Snake now because you guys have seen the video, right? Which way, which one? I've oh. seen some of them. Oh, the Whip Snake video, the the backpack from uh it's like the Flex Trek three okay, trillion or I'm gonna throw that one on the I'll th- yeah, I'll throw that one on the Facebook page. We'll check it out for sure. Yeah, you gotta check that one out. So anyway, okay. uh we were out there and he was using a backpack that I had given him and we were in uh we were actually just outside of Mammoth in just like a little camp campsite before we actually got really into it. And okay. uh it was probably I don't know, midnight, one AM and I hear a noise and I'm like, Darren, there's, there's a bear outside. He's like, he's oh, like, yeah. no, there's not go back to bed. I'm like, I'm like there, is, <laughs> there is a bear right outside of our tent. He's like, no, go to sleep, man. <laughs> and all of a sudden, if you ignore oh, it, wow. she goes away typically. Right? So, so I unzip, I unzip the, the tent, get out of the vestibule. And, and sure enough, there is a bear and it has his backpack in its mouth. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, Oh crap. So I'm in my boxers. I throw on my boots and I run out and I'm throwing stuff at this bear trying to get it to drop yeah. the drop the bag and I'm screaming at it and throwing stuff and now like other campers around are coming out like what the hell's going on here? And, right. and there's some some weird dude in boxers chasing a <laughs> chasing a bear around. And so the bear like the bear kind of you know saunters away from me. Gets gets about 50 feet away, turns around, looks at me and, and almost Almost as just to like laugh at me, reaches down and just shreds his backpack. Oh, but wait a minute! What's, <laughs> he's like, I, what's going on with the backpack? Is there food inside? Like, why is he? So we had we had our bear canisters, and yeah. there was one oatmeal packet he had left in a side pocket. No way! Yeah. Wow! Yep. <laughs> Foolish! Foolish! So, Foolish! So, so okay. we didn't lose My the gosh. whole trip. We. uh we used duct tape and we duct taped the okay. backpack back up and and went on. Was it was it still a functioning backpack or was it more of a fanny pack wow. at that? Point? So the, uh, no, it it still worked. It just had some some holes. You had to be really creative on how you packed it. Oh my gosh! That's He's right. spaghiber, Carl. Come on, you can figure that out, please. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What, so yeah, the bear gave you like the hmm, I could kill you right now, but I'll just slash your backpack. I'm, I'm kind of thankful for that. That's I mean, pretty funny. They're out, they're out oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> it's a good trade off. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Okay. But you're not, you're not, you don't live around up in obviously the Northern California region anymore, right? Like you're down in, aren't you in Oklahoma? I am. Now I'm in Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, I've been here really just the last about eight months, but I've lived here a couple of other times. Okay. Um, Oklahoma is not known for, for great backpacking. So I, uh, about three years ago, moved to South Carolina and got back into hitting the AT as much as possible. Okay. So I was, I was trying to do mm-hmm. as much section hiking to that as I, as I could, piecing together whatever I could, when I could. Did you ever run into a person named sectionhiker.com when you were out there? <laughs> oh my. Well, hey, Yet that's, again. That's, the, that's the trail that he does. <laughs> yeah, he was out there making a couple of lists. <laughs> I'll bet he was. I'll bet, I'll bet he was. I'll bet he was. It's Carl's new go-to site now after he mocked me. It's, it's bookmarked, like, yes. Um, okay, so wow. yeah, Oklahoma. Derek's got Derek's got a connection to Oklahoma. So. I do. Yeah, my wife's from Oklahoma. So okay, cool. She's born and raised. My favorite moment in Oklahoma was actually when I was in Derek's wedding, and mm. it was like a hundred. What was it? A hundred and like nine degrees outside, and it was like Let's an outside that. wedding yeah, in the sun good. with a tuxedo. Nice. That was. That was like at 6 p.m. It was at 6 p.m. It was 109. Yeah. Oh. That was dripping. That was 
probably one of my favorite weddings just because I thought it was so epic that we were That's in tuxedos brutal. in 190 degree weather yeah. outside. So at some point, like you've had all these experiences, you had the experience where you obviously like maneuvered the fuel canister into a working setup with your pocket rocket stove. And then at some point you, you created a YouTube channel, which is actually doing like, looks like really well. So what's like, what's that all about? And what's kind of the, uh, I guess the thought or the inspiration behind that? Yeah. So it did not start as something that I was going to do what I'm doing now. It started uh, really to document a trip that that Sherpa Man, Beekeeper, and I were doing up in the Adirondacks. So, you know, okay. I'm, I'm from, from New York. Sherpa Man lives up there. He keeps telling us how much, how awesome the, uh, the Adirondacks are and how much we need to go up there and yeah. hit these trails yeah. in the High Peaks region. So we put together the trip and we went up there and uh, he just kept telling me how epic it was going to be. So I, I had a couple of cameras that I was using uh, – you know, at one point I was a, a professional mountain bike racer. And so nice. I used to go out and, and videotape like my pre-rides and stuff so that I could visualize them prior to races. Nice. So I had the equipment and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take this out with us. And so we put together a video and uh, I put it up on, on YouTube and it was, it was a long video. I want to say it was like 25 minutes. And my wife was like, who the hell is going to watch this? Right. <laughs> no faith. Right. No faith whatsoever. But, but from <laughs> oh, there, man. you know, I, I put up a couple of other videos. I was like, you know, I kind of like this. And I found that as I went out on trips with the camera, I looked at stuff a little bit differently. I was like, right. And so I saw more. And uh, I, I started putting up the videos. And then a, another YouTuber, Outdoor Adventures, Frozen, he, uh, he got a okay. hold of me. And he's like, hey, you know. I don't know why more people aren't watching your videos. Try doing this. And so he started giving me some tips and stuff and kind of became a little bit of a mentor there. And, and, uh, it grew. Nice. And so it's, wow. it's done pretty well. Yeah. A legend was born. <laughs> I kind of wish we had people come alongside us and be like, Hey, you should do this. And like, this will really bump, bump. You, you just up. increased I mean, our critiques awesome. by like 80% right there. Just wait. <laughs> we, that's probably true. Actually, actually Chris Mead, he's been a friend of the program. He's been actually really awesome at that stuff too. Like it seems like so you got you got a couple different styles of videos going. You have like kind of the gear review type style. You have obviously the trip based um, video, and then but it seems like you've sort of taken on the the the, the mantra of like kind of like hammocks over the ground and and like that seems to be your specialty. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's definitely definitely fair to say. Uh, okay. I don't know how it really got there other than that's what I was using. And, and it's such a small community out there right now that, uh, they just started watching my stuff and asking questions. And so I, in order to answer the questions, decided to make more videos. Are you trying to, are you trying right. to like create a hammock revival? Is that the goal? Or is it? <laughs> I think depending on where you are, it's already, it's already revived. So, okay, I got a question for you. You you love hammocks. I just saw a picture, um, and I'm sure this is like something people do, but you also said you rock climbed. Um, I saw a picture, I think it was a National Geographic, where these guys were suspended midair, not next to the rock, like some people are when they're going way high up, but these guys were like suspended in midair via some type of like wire. Like a cable across. A cable yeah, across. There's like five or six guys just sleeping in midair. I was like, that's insane. Yeah, they're crazy. So you wouldn't do that. that's wow. not you're not to that level yet is what you're saying no so okay. <laughs> the funny part is I'm I'm afraid of heights <laughs> <laughs> and I climb rocks 
That's great. <laughs> See, it's different. I mean, when I'm in control, when I'm touching the rock, it's one thing. But like walking up to an edge or being suspended from something just doesn't doesn't work that well for me. Spagaver, do you like diving boards? Uh, not not so much. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Because I used to be a diving instructor. I could maybe help you with your fear. No, maybe not. I don't know. We can talk about it. <laughs> okay. Like if you if you genuinely have a fear of heights though, and you are you know you're intentionally putting yourself on the rock, and you're intentionally hanging yourself above the ground. Even I know it's not really high, but it's almost like you're trying to like work your way through like the psychological mm. issues of of having that fear. Is there anything to that? You think? Oh, uh, there's definitely something to that. I mean, I always try and push myself, and uh, you know, if I if I find a weakness, I always try and find a way to get rid of that weakness. I like it. I like okay. that. Wow. Yeah, always always moving forward. Yeah. So I think that I think we could yeah, we could we could probably spend some time on the hammocks, but since you've already made the videos, I think we'll just send people that are interested in kind of going that route, we'll send them kind of your way um to your videos. I think most people, like you said, are still tent based and yeah, so what like if you were trying to, to make a case to somebody to convince them like the hammock is the way to this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Go, like, what would be your main argument? So I think they both have their places for sure. There, there are some people that just can't get comfortable in a hammock, and, and I've known those people, people that have gone mm-hmm. out and spent a ton of money and just never really like it and go back to a tent and then i've got the other the other side are the people that uh you know for whatever reasons they've had an injury or something and they just don't sleep comfortably on the ground anymore mm. and so they've given up backpacking or camping altogether right and, and right, right right something like this comes along and, and they're now able to do it a little bit it's almost lower impact on the body because uh, there's no pressure points okay and so 
it's it's an option. Um, it gives you it gives you a little bit broader range of campsites uh, because you right. don't have to have flat ground. True. Like I said, it's a revival question. Is <laughs> <laughs> I'm pushing the revival. You tell. So it, so you're saying like the so are, just a random question. Like so the people that don't. Like, they were like, I'm not comfortable in these hammocks anymore. I can't do this. Are they dead to you? Like, do you even talk to them anymore? <laughs> no, or do they still no, go on no. the trips with you? Okay. So just making sure. I mean, just making sure in case you ever, you know, went on a backpacking trip. I'm not going to send up a Christmas card okay. or anything. That's flexible. I like that. <laughs> I'm not going to send up a Christmas card. <laughs> uh, nice. All right. Let me ask you a question that probably only relates to me. but So selfish. Um, maybe each other's so selfish, out there. Kind of selfish. Good. So I was out on the garage sale circuit this past week. Big surprise. And I can't big surprise. It's it's it is the season, by the way. And I came across a it, it was advertised as like a backpacking hammock made by I think it's pronounced Eno, E N O. Is that it correct? Is, yeah. Okay. And so but it also came with like a metal frame that you could set it up just like in your backyard if you wanted to. So you could kind of tie it to itself. Mm on the frame or you could you could you know it had the straps where you could bring gotcha. it with you and i have no idea the model but they were selling everything for 50 dollars. should i have made that purchase yeah, that's that's pretty cheap i mean those eno hammocks i think the hammock body alone is probably in the 50 to 70 oh, range gotcha missed out carl missed okay. out i missed i missed i didn't, I didn't buy it but, but but if if we're gonna be if we're gonna be fair and talk about things i would steer just about everybody away from eno Ooh. okay okay for for a few good reasons. Number one, in order to get a, a good hang, and, and you can watch you can watch my videos, and I talk about this a lot. Uh, a ridge line is pretty important so that your hammock is hung the same way every time. Eno doesn't have that. Additionally, additionally, they're made oh, of the parachute gotcha. fabric, and which isn't isn't great. It, if it gets a hole in it, it'll tend to rip very easily. Mm. So okay. some sort of rip stop is really good. Right, but. Additionally, to make them as wide as they do, they sew extra panels onto the sides. Well, when you get into a hammock, to have a pressure point like that underneath you that doesn't flex like the rest of the fabric, just to me, gotcha. to me, just makes it a little less appealing. Asking for trouble. Yeah. I can see Derek causing some holes in the sides. I think too. Just <laughs> really, you think so? Yeah, maybe I'll, just... I'll cut that thing up, man. I don't want that cheap. <laughs> I don't want that cheap junk. If I'm going hammock, I'm going big. You know what I mean? Right there, you go. Right. Buy so, once, cry once. Right? Would you? Would you? <laughs> exactly. Would you push the uh, the rope hammock, or no? The like the not, what's you know the, what like a backyard camping. hammock? Yeah, just not I don't to know. camping, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you no, know, just for for comfortability. You know, I don't know if it's a big difference or not. Yeah, it probably weighs like thirty pounds, right? I'm not. Well, I'm not saying he's got to bring <laughs> it on the trip. I mean, if okay. he wants to, that's pretty baller. But you're trying you to know. get you're trying to get the range of hammock. Like appreciation that he has is that what you're going yeah, for? Yeah, I want the okay. whole spectrum. Like, is is one more comfortable than the other? Like, if you're in your backyard on the rope hammock, is that like oh, like uh, you know what I mean? Is that like a is that like a um, Tempur-Pedic compared to like the other camping hammocks? <laughs> I, I would actually say that one's probably a little less really? less comfortable than than some of them out there. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't know that it's a revival, but I definitely think there's people that it's getting more popular for sure. So it's, it's growing. It's a growing. Sure. They take time. I mean, there, there's a good reason why it is where it is, and it isn't where it isn't. I mean, the East Coast, there's a lot right. of trees. The West Coast, I mean, you get to a lot of areas, some of the most beautiful areas where people really want to go, and, and you're above right. tree line, and it's really hard to find right. places. For so, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, so 
what, like, where do you stand with the whole like do it yourself DIY, making your own gear kind of stuff? Are you kind of pro con or what's what's something? Yeah, kind of what you're feeling on that. Yeah, so I, I like the DIY stuff. I mean, I'm not great at most of it, but I, I can okay. see how a lot of people can get really into it. Anybody who's got any skill sewing, I mean, I've seen guys do their own backpacks, their own hammocks. Oh, yeah. uh, I've seen some guys do some really awesome stuff. I don't have a sewing machine. I'm not. That's that's not my thing, uh, but I do like playing around with like other stuff, like building alcohol stoves and building right. pots and stuff. Uh, I, on March, let's see, it was uh, I think March thirty first. We put out a video. It was a a collaboration video with a couple of other channels. It was called the Home Fab Gear Collab, and on that one, okay. on that one, I did a Foster's pot and a Spagiver stove that I was giving to another youtuber and uh i think that's my the favorite one i've done so far that pot i, I was a little jealous mm. that i was sending it away <laughs> <laughs> like i kind of want to keep this yeah. one <laughs> so sad all right can i can wow. i challenge the idea of the alcohol stove yeah just a little bit and then you can i guess you can defend it because because i kind of looked into it a little bit here and i think it definitely has its place and i think it's definitely inexpensive I mean, obviously the cost of just a can is nothing. You could just dig through some trash, the recycling bin, and find that. Yep. And then the alcohol itself isn't very expensive. But I was trying to figure out, would this be an efficient and effective way to to bring a stove for, like, let's say four guys on a, let's say, a three-night backpacking trip? So um, I did. I, I kind of did my research, and, I, and if I'm figuring this out correctly, people tend to bring two to three ounces of the alcohol uh, per day, per person. Is that about right? Yeah, that's, that's about right. Okay. So we'll, mm. we'll go with, we'll go with three. We'll just go at the high side just for the, for the math. So let's, you get four people and then you're out for three nights. So it's three times three times four. So now you're at, what is that? 36 ounces of, of fuel. Right. Okay. And so if you're, I mean, I assume it kind of weighs similar to, to water. So now you're talking about three pounds of fuel for that short trip for four people. Versus, say, like one really big canister that weighs in at a pound. And I get that the stove weighs a little bit less, but if you're talking like a pocket rocket, like we're talking ounces difference there, right? He's, he's thought a lot about I this. have. So I think, you're, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. On a, on a longer trip or on a group trip, canister okay. or a whisper light or something like that is going to trump it every time. It's, the, it's okay. the short three, four, five day solo or where everyone's carrying their own thing and doing their own thing. That's where it really okay. shines. Gotcha. And so are you more of a solo? I mean, it sounds like you've already referenced some guys you, you tend to go with. I don't know how often that you get out with them, but are you more, tend to be more solo uh, group or split or where do you stand with all that? So I'm, I think I primarily am solo. Uh, okay. I'd say probably 75% of my trips are, are solo trips. And then we usually do one big trip every year. Uh, we're just putting together the, the finishing, finishing touches on the, on the, mid to late july big group trip that we're doing so four of us are going out and uh yeah it's gonna be 10 days so yes where are you guys gonna go nice well right now we are uh planning on the whites okay so 10 days yeah that that sounds awesome and these are your kind of go-to guys yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is uh, Sherpa Man, Beekeeper, and Whip Snake. So okay. Whip Snake, I like that. The guys what, that what kind of stove are you guys bringing? Are you bringing the stove you're talking about or no? So I think 
I think on the last one, pretty much everyone brought uh, like a little Spagiver stove, the little one that I've I've made really? up. Um, except nice. probably Whipsnake. He probably had whatever the heaviest one you guys can come up with. That's probably what he was carrying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Coleman two burner. Yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> a Foreman with, George Foreman he was, grill. He was carrying a five gallon. <laughs> drum of Coleman fuel too. What? Oh, gallons? Wait, no, is that for, for real? real. But, uh, okay, so, like, so the last, okay, the last big trip we did together was the Smokies. And uh, okay. he showed up. I think, I, I want to say the three of us were all carrying somewhere between 18 and 25 pounds uh, was, was our packed out backpack. And, okay. and he showed up and nice. his had to have been 65 <laughs> oh my rocky yeah, that's right that's, that's, a, that's a rocky group for sure that's a rocky he had cans of food right yes. oh, wow that's hardcore <laughs> right that's uh, yeah i think i did that early on but anyway okay so one of, one of the episodes I, I did i did get a chance to catch um a good chunk of was it looks like you just are getting kind of like i don't know listener questions or fan mail or whatever you want to call it and so, um, like regarding just kind of gear in general, what are three common questions you get asked and what, what, what do you have for us regarding so that? So the, number one, it's, it's what's the best hammock or what hammock should I get? Uh, or how does, how does this right. hammock compare to that hammock? So a lot, a lot of okay. those questions, um, uh, when am I going to test a certain specific piece of gear? And okay. then, uh, mm, okay. <laughs> like one that I get almost every video is, you know, at minute xx of this video i saw this what is that <laughs> <laughs> go back in yeah, so. it sounds like you have like trekkie fans where they actually like can break down so. each episode by the minute or the second I'm saying this revival the hammock revival is coming man <laughs> yeah. it's coming okay it's, so it's besides coming. the hammock though like what, what what's your favorite piece of gear besides the hammock like if you were just like uh, put a hammocks aside yeah. yeah what do you love oh man that's a tough one there are so much I, I'm a gear junkie. I, I, I'm always buying new stuff. Um, Is there something like you like seem to just enjoy using on a trip other than the hammock? Is there, or is there multiple things? There's multiple things. You know, I would say probably my favorite or, or the best piece of gear right now are my Morel Trail gloves. Oh. So you know something something that keeps you from getting blisters i know i'm going kind of against the name of the the podcast here but something that keeps you from <laughs> man, we, blisters. we encourage blisters man we encourage it <laughs> it's worth so much in my in my opinion uh you know i thought i had found the right shoes a while back with the uh hoka one one stinson atr but they changed them yeah up. they changed them up a little bit and i could mm. not get comfortable with them and i ended up uh, pretty much every time i went out ended up with blisters again and so really I switched again and I went from something with like, you know, a two inch sole on them to, uh, to these things, which have, I don't know, like an, an eight millimeter sole. So they're, they're true, wow. they're true minimalist shoes, but they're so light yeah. on the foot. Uh, I mean, the one thing with them though, is you definitely have a learning curve there where you have to train your feet before you mm -hmm. go out and start yeah. using them. Otherwise you just right. end up with really sore beat up feet, but I have right. not, knock on wood at this point had a single blister in these shoes so wow nice okay it's nothing like a good pair of shoes yeah i think nothing we mentioned like that one in, in a couple episodes ago the hokas right yeah, did, yeah. you did shock yeah. absorbing and yeah um yeah i think yeah I'm, I'm if i if i start having knee problems and that kind of thing i think that's kind of the 
the way to go for sure. Well, you have shoulder problems. I don't know if that's when they're good. Yeah. They're good. Those things are like walking on clouds. Right. Really. Maybe right. I should try some on. Maybe I'll try them. But they are a little. I heavy. like my shoes, but yeah. I think that you've got like just kind of from hearing where you've lived and where you've been. I think you've got kind of a general feel of the entire country of backpacking better than we do. We've been more kind of western based, and we've done some stuff. In, in the Midwest and the East, or at least I have, but not nearly to the extent that you have. So if you had, to, if you could give us and anybody else out there listening just three pieces of wisdom regarding um, anything you've learned from kind of, whether it's gear testing or your backcountry experiences, what would you, what would you have for us, I guess, for that? All right. So the first one is uh, do what works for you. Just because I use some specific piece of gear or someone else does, doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. So find right. what works for you and just do that. You know, kind of the hike your own hike or hang your own hang type deal. Uh, <laughs> hang your own hang. <laughs> right. Uh, second one is give hammocks a try. If you can. <laughs> if you uh, can, okay. <laughs> and and if, if there's somebody, like I had mentioned earlier, somebody that has gotten out of backpacking or camping because they can't sleep on the ground anymore, you know, why not mm. Why not try and revive what's going on? Boom. There? Boom. <laughs> no, I actually do know somebody like that that specifically like refuses to even car camp. Just, be, just the sleep thing is, is the big deal. So that's a good suggestion. I like that. Yeah. All right. And the third one. So a lot of people are probably going to disagree with this one. I've had people straight up argue with me over it. But buy the smallest backpack you think you can get away with. But, like, right? If you buy a Thank big you. one, you're going to fill it. <laughs> God, I like this guy more now. Okay. You, dude, I don't know if you heard the episode where they said in REI, they're like, you can't use this 25 liter backpack for backpacking. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Watch me. I'm going to do it now. And it worked. <laughs> you got to know yourself. You know yourself and you know what you pack. Well played, Mark. There you go, man. Well played. You, you, you just, just pushed me. excited right there. He just pushed me toward the hammock. I might try the hammock next trip. You know, I want to join the revival. Doing it. <laughs> but wait, is, is your thought process, if he knows this much about like pack size, Pretty much everything else he just said is probably accurate. Is oh, that yeah. your, is that your thought process right there? Hundred percent. Okay. 100%. No, I like. It. I know. <laughs> it was that one that one piece that just that was it. Put me know. over the edge, man. <laughs> Put me over the edge. Everybody's got their breaking point. Okay. That was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. good. That was good. All right. So Definitely. seriously, if either of you guys want to try a hammock, let me know. I'll ship one out to you. Are you serious? Do you serious. Or do you have like a store you, of hammocks, or you, that's you really nice of you? You don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got I got a chance. Okay, I'll I'll try one. If you have a light like the lightest weight hammock possible. Ooh. What, I, I, don't, I don't know. I've got a couple of light ones. Okay. Actually, what, do you, what a, do you mean? Actually, I could I could send you one that's super super light. Yeah. Okay, shoot it over. I'll try it. I'll try it out. Okay. This are you going to try it this summer? Really? Yeah, why not? I'll well, give it a I, I got to account for that because if you're going to sleep in a hammock, that's one less tent spot that we need to account for. Well, so. I I don't well if it's raining. I mean, I might just try. I might just use it around like yeah, yeah. camp camp chill time. You know, just I don't try, sleep. People sleep in them. I'll sleep in a tent. Okay. So they're, they're great to sleep in, but if you don't have all the all the right gear, it can be the worst night of your entire life. So the coldest night I've ever had on the trail was oh wow, it was actually like sixty degrees, but I didn't have an underquilt or anything underneath me, mm. and because of you know, unlike sleeping on the ground, the airflow beneath you, just the right. convection, the convective right. properties there just rob you of all your heat. And I, right. I was right. shivering, you know, it's 60 degrees. All I have to do is go stand up and I'm warm again, but laying right. in it, it just, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, so is it just, just a sleeping bag is not enough? No, or do you actually need... a sleeping bag 
a lot of people are like, oh, you just use a sleeping bag. But the problem is you compress all the, all the uh, insulation underneath you. And so right. it's almost like having nothing there. So, so what do you, you – you use like a special pad or something? So you, use or a, you use? so you use a top quilt. So just like a sleeping bag with no back. So it still has okay. a foot box. That's what goes on top of you. And then there's a specially designed under quilt that hangs and has a suspension that, that pushes up against the bottom of your hammock. I'm going to have to get some gear. I'm going to have to get some gear. Oh, oh, I think I'll just, you know what? I think I'll just use it. Just send it over. Yeah. I'll use it for like hangout time. Yeah, I'll man. try that. Are you sure? That's, that's really nice of you to offer. Thanks, man. Appreciate that's really that. cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a go. Why okay. not? I'll try it. Well, yeah. And, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll get in there too and try it out and check it out and see how that. I'm not, I'm not going to let him touch it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't want him to rip it. You know I mean? we, we just talked about you're the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. That was you. That was okay. All right, Carl, um, you got some trivia for us today before we go? I do. So this is going to be like a, a double team, Remember, like, I guess more like a tag team trivia question where Spagiver and I are going to go back and forth. We're going to give you six total hammock brands that oh, could boy. be used for camping or for backpacking. And But one of them is just like completely nonsense and made up. You got to figure out which one is not a real one. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. I can already tell. I'm game. I'll look foolish for the podcast. Do it. Okay. All right. So, all right. I'll throw the first one out. Uh, one's called the Grand Trunk. Really? Okay. Grand Trunk. Yep. All right. These two guys. What you got? How about uh, Dutch wear gear? Hmm. Grand Trunk Dutch wear gear. Okay. All right. We've got Lawson. <laughs> How do I spell that? Country of origin, use it in a sentence. Go. L O S S E N? L A W S L A W. I think that's oh, one, right? Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> Did you just make that up while you're looking at something else? I kind of want to feel I'm already, I'm already leaning towards that one. Okay, what's the next one? Spaghetti. All right, so how about uh, Cedar Ridge Outdoors? Cedar Ridge. Mm. Yeah, it sounds so legit. Outdoors. Okay. okay. And then I've got Kamek Von Hammock. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell that. I don't care. Kamek, K-A-M-M-O-K if you're, spe- if you're spelling at home. Kamek Von K-N-N-O-K? Hammock. K-N-N-O-K? K-M-M. Oh, Kamek. Von Hammock. Got Von it. Hammock, right. And Spagaro the last one. All right, okay, this one's ahead. Life in the Pines. Oh, jeez. Okay. Life in the Pines. That's, so that one of these me. is... And since, okay. since Derek, since neither, neither of us are hammock experts, although we might become more so after the summer, um, I, I'm not going to hold you to any sort of punishment for this one. <laughs> gee, gee. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thanks a lot. It's Biggie. All right. I'm gonna although, let me just go. although it'd be fun for you just to spend one night in the, in the hammock for the, for the... I'm going to bring one on the trip. Yeah. I'm going to okay. bring it. So a non-rainy night, I think you should try it. Fine. That's fine. Um, All right. Let me go through these real quick in my brain. Uh, Kamek Von Hammock. I feel like Carl's not smart enough to make that up, so I'm going to take that one out. (laughs) Life in the Pines. Life in the Pines. I just start thinking of Ryan Gosling in the, uh, you know... The Pine movie he did. What was the Pine movie he did? There was a, <laughs> Google pine, that, guys. The Pine movie? <laughs> yeah, Walk in the Pines or something with the Pines. Gotcha. There's a Pine movie with Gosling. Check that out. Okay. That sounds legit. Cedar Ridge Outdoors. Oh, gosh. I got it. I'm going to go Lawson. Let's go Lawson. Okay. It just sounds so... Mm, Too regular? 
Two, yeah. not Grand Trunk or Lawson. I'm gonna go All Lawson. Right. And Spagaver, which one do you think is the incorrect one? I, I think it's Lawson. That a kid. That a kid. <laughs> so you, th- so you guys both believe that Kamek Von Hammock is a real brand? Is that correct? Huh. Well, I'm gonna def- say there's definitely Kamek. I, I don't know. Cam- oh, you just threw you just threw in Von Hammock. Is that why? Because there's Dutch wear gear, so maybe it's a spinoff. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, there is there is Kamek, but Cam, but I didn't say Kamek like with the, the Von Hammock is like the model like Kamek Von Hammock was the brand. Okay, I just I just literally made, just made that up. So wow, <laughs> that's like a Kamek, that's like a trick question answer or trick trick answer. Well, is that is it not a fair one? Because I guess I didn't know that Kamek itself was one, but I, I guess I've heard of Kamek, but I was just thinking of a word that rhymes with hammock. And then putting the word Vaughn in the middle, and I thought that would be ridiculous. So, I like it. Really? I like it. And, and there was another one. wrong. There was another one in there that wasn't right. You gave another chance. Which one was that? Lawson. Come on, Lawson. Yep. I have that. I have it on a list right here. I'm, I have. All this right. is like a. Is it? Is it Grand Trunk? Theadventurejunkies.com. All right. Life in the. Is it the Gosling movie? Life in the Pines. It is. It is indeed. Yes. Life in the <laughs> Pines. <laughs> I th- y- have you played Balderdash before? Because I think you would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you made up the Von Hammock movie. Okay, just for just so everybody is is familiar, it, it's a place beyond the pines with Ryan Gosling. Actually. Oh, so it was close. It was it was very close. So okay. I thought you might have got it from that. Yeah, I forgot that you were like a rom com fan that you watch a lot of those. A rom. <laughs> I love how you just create nice. traits that apply to me that have no. Well, I've never heard of that movie before. I don't know. <laughs> we talk about rom coms all the time. I'm sure. You just make stuff up. I love it. <laughs> okay. All right, Hammock Von Hammock. That was pretty okay. Good. Is there anything else? Are we good? I think that was. I don't, anything was else for you, uh, Mark or Spagaver? Before we go, no. I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate coming on and being able to spend time with you guys. So when's no the next? Problem. When's the next trip? When are we getting out? Yeah, oh, great, that's what I'm talking about. Great question. Great question. All right, that'll do it for us today. Spagaver, thanks again for uh, enlightening us to the world of hammocks oh, and thank, all things. Thank you, guys. That was amazing. I appreciate it. Guys, tune into the Apple Podcast. Give us a review. Throw um, throw a shout-out to Spagiver. Check out his vlog on YouTube. It is amazing. Very informative. He's an awesome guy. Um, guys, remember, if there is, it's not backpacking unless there's a couple of blisters or you have a good hang along the way, as Mark would say. You guys take care. We'll see you later. Carl, did you see? I just saw Spagaver was behind us a couple miles. I don't. I lost him though. I don't know. Oh my god! Look! Look up in the air! Look up! Look up in the air! He just jumped off of a tree. Or is that a tree? That's a mountain. I don't know how I got those confused. Those are totally different looking. He's floating down with his hammock as a parachute. Oh my gosh! The revival is coming. It's growing, baby. It's growing. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. Four in the morning. 
Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.